0: Well, good morning. How are we doing?: today? We have a, a, a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully we survive Thanksgiving. Anybody still like really sad about yesterday? What's well, up, Jay? What happened? Yeah. Sorry, I can make sure we're all on. What happened yesterday? Did something happen yesterday? <laughs> Did you You guys uh, so Jason's from Kentucky. Uh, so he doesn't really care.
1: I do care.
0: That's. Do you really? So. Do you really? I think you're just saying that. And then Cr CR's a big sports ball fan, right? Is that how you <laughs> say it?
2: I will participate
0: in the uh, whatever you call this uh, Ohio State thing. I mean, so there's a, there's a party involved, food, drink, and yeah. Ha- yeah, hangouts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're glad that you're here and joining us today. Uh, we've got a lot going on. Brand new series starting today. But before we get into that, I want to I uh, just highlight a few things. First, if you're new with us, we have a QR code that's up on the screen. With this QR code, you can get our weekly bulletin. You can let us know. if you're, There's a link through that says I'm new. You can let us know that you're here for the first time. If you're watching online for the first time, welcome. If you're not watching for the first time, but you're online, welcome also. Uh, let us know you're with us. Let us know you're here. We'd love to, to be able to reach out and connect with you. Uh, but through this bulletin, you can, you, through this link, you can get our bulletin. You can sign up to do all sorts of things. So that is the way to connect with us. Uh, the other thing I want to highlight just for uh, quick, we we're doing a toy drive uh, with uh, conjunction with the Delaware Dream Center. And so that's a partnership that we've had here for a while, and so for the next couple of weeks. we. We've got a, a, a big box thing out in the lobby. You can bring in toys, and we're going to be delivering them in. What is that? The third, second Sunday of December. Sure.
2: Yes. See the fourth.
0: Anyways, so you have a couple of weeks to start bringing in your toys, make sure to, to do that and be a part of that. Uh, the next thing, we are in the middle of what's called the Go campaign. We introduced this a couple weeks ago, and this is a year-end giving campaign that we're inviting you to be a part of. We've asked uh, over the last couple weeks for you to be praying about this. And what we are asking is that everybody uh, gives one extra month of giving. So whatever your normal month of giving is, to give that. And if you are somebody that's been with us for a while and aren't giving or aren't part of that, we just ask you to step in. This is a great time to step in and to uh, be a part of what God is doing here at Press. Uh, But through this campaign, not only do we reach any budget gap that we have, we use these funds to reach the community and to uh, support really what's happening here at the church. And so I just invite you to do that over, you got three weeks basically after today uh, to be a part of this. And we do ask that if you are going to do this, make sure to mark it as the Go campaign. If you're writing a check, write the Go campaign. And if you give online, there's actually a tab that you can select uh, for the Go campaign. Hope you're praying about that. We really want you to be uh, involved in that and support what God is doing here at Press Church uh, and the great things that are happening. So, you guys survived Thanksgiving. You're here. Uh, I hope, you know, with Thanksgiving, I think it's, it's one of those things where we, we talk about being thankful. And uh, does anybody have the tradition of, like, asking, you know, what are you thankful for at the dinner table? Does anybody do that? Like, go around, or what are you thankful for? Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's kind of those things you put, get put on the spot. And I think most of us, we can call out easier what we aren't thankful for. You, you ever feel like that? It's like, oh, I can tell you what I'm complaining about or what I don't like. But then when you're stuck of like, hey, what are you thankful for? Uh, it, it can be hard sometimes because we, one, we either think it has to be like something grandiose or some big thing. Um, but I think that's just how we're wired. We tend to think more on the, the, the negative side or what we don't like rather than, hey, what am I actually thankful for? Uh, and we've talked about, um, you know, one of the things here at Press Church, we talk about our identity a lot, that we want to help people embrace our identity in Christ. And when you think about that, one of the core elements of embracing our identity in Christ is that, that God loves you and that he shows his love uh, not only by, by Jesus and the sacrifice, but through all these other elements of Scripture. And so if nothing else, if, if we think about what are we thankful for, we can take a step back and say, I've got a God who, who loves me who sacrificed so much, and even in this season now, we're celebrating, you know, leading up to Christmas, we're celebrating the fact that God came to earth because he loved us. That's, I mean, that's, that's kind of a- Kind, kind of, of a, a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a big deal. Um, but I think what's unfortunate for a lot of us is we get caught up in the here and the now, we get caught up in the, the temporary, uh, and we can miss the bigger thing of what's happening. We can miss the, the bigger way that God is moving and growing, which leads us to our new series, The Real Never-Ending Story. There's a story that God is, is, is making, and we are in that story, and we can miss that. Um, so The Real Never-Ending Story, I feel like there's a, like a movie reference there. CR, mm. CR I think you, you, you might be able to help us a little bit with this one. Yeah. Is there a, a movie reference there was, in
2: that? Uh, there was a movie in the 80s.
0: <laughs> okay, so you had to be an 80s, was, uh, in the 80s. If all you're the, into, all into that sort of All the are like celebrating.
2: That's That's. right, <laughs> maybe: you So
0: would. what you d- may not know is that like all of CR's kids are <laughs> named after this movie, so the, I think he's got a little bit of... Kinda, sorta. There's a lot of backstory <laughs> to
2: that. But we'd have to unpack that, and it might be like a therapy session. The, that the take backstory
1: a is a never-ending story. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is
2: true. Uh, yeah, I t- tried to make it brief. I grew up in a household where we didn't have a TV in the house, so we didn't, like, watch movies and stuff. And they sh- they showed this movie at school, and uh, my mind was blown. If you go back and watch it now, it's like, what is this corny movie, right? But, like, it was a big deal to me then. Uh, I later discovered the book, which is much better than the movie, but the movie holds a place in my mind, so that's, uh, that's a thing. And so when, you know, you talk about, Like naming the kid, I didn't specifically name the kids because of that. But I mean, he had a dog named Falcor. All right, names that are associated with it. And uh, yeah, I did have a dog for 11 years. It was a great dog named Falcor. Falcor, epic. Yes. Yeah. And anybody who doesn't know this movie, you're just like, what are you talking about? This just sounds insane. I get it. I totally get it. But that's kind of the thing. Like we. A lot of times our childhood and the things that happen in our childhood, uh, they impact, you know, uh, us throughout the rest of our life. And sometimes those things can be good, sometimes those things can be bad. But I I think, like, today, if we can kind of take our minds back in time a little bit uh, and think in terms of, like, what that experience was like. Like, you know, it's Christmas time, right? So toys and stuff when you were a kid. You you got kind of wrapped up into that most people uh, when you were a kid and you're like there was the toy that you wanted right yes there was, yep. and then in the eighties it seemed like that that toy became such a big deal that people were like fighting over it in the oh, yeah. uh, in the stores and stuff so yeah I don't know I think there's a couple toys that yeah so that were with this fun.
0: we're thinking we were thinking about toys and so we got some kids and our kids can you guys wave and say hi. Oh come yeah. on, kids! Can you guys say hi? All right, I'm seeing a couple. Where are yeah, <laughs> the kids at? So all right. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the kids' help today, but I'm also gonna need the adults' help today. All right, so we've got some pictures of some toys. All right, and these are toys over the decades, and we're gonna so we're gonna need we're gonna need some participation uh, from everybody. So kids, from everybody, for, yeah, kids, kids especially. kids especially, but everybody. So we're gonna show some toys. So let's let's see the first toy that we have. What, what, what? Barbie. 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 This is a, uh, that's like yeah, classic this is, Barbie. This is like very classy. Classy. Classic. Classy and classic. Yes, both. Barbie. Very pro, this is proper Barbie, yeah. right? <laughs> all right, what, what, do we, what do we got next? Ooh, who knows this? Atari. Yeah. All I the young kids,
1: all the, hey, all the young kids. I got that like, when what? it came out. I of remember. course you did, Jason. I did. I, I had a blister on my thumb from that joystick from playing Pac-Man.
2: <laughs> see, we didn't have the TV, so I always snuck over to my friend's house.
1: Let's see the next
0: one. What, what's that? Harry? Oh, yeah. all the, there's the kids. The kids know
1: it. Baby yeah. Yeah. yeah, now my Baby day is shark. ruined. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Hey, if, you, yeah, if you're a parent, you know. All right, let's,
1: let's see the next one. Beanie
0: Babies. Anybody have anybody have a collection of Beanie Babies?
1: My retirement was in
0: that. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That
2: was it was kind of a thing. All right.
0: All right. What's next? Mm. G.I. Joe. Mm. GI Joe. Yeah. This is also And this is a, a weird one cuz he's he's giving you a thumbs up on the floor. Do you see that? Yeah. He's like
2: he's he's missing an arm. This is a classic GI Joe here. This is like of that era. You know like this is like legit guy because oh, yeah. he's lost an arm
0: <laughs> and he's and still happy, he's in the up. he's like, got no this. problem, <laughs> got this. we're good. All right, what's next? Gumby, yep. yes. I love Gumby. Gumby's a good one. All right, what's next? What is it? Oh, Okay, Spish there's the kids motto, and the man. parents. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh, Cabbage Patch.
1: Did Did anybody stand in line at a Walmart to get one of these? Okay, (laughs) there's some hands. That's what I thought. Okay. All right, what's next? (laughs) This
0: one, those are freaky. I'm like, nope. You keep. Kind of a weird one. Keep your Furbies. I don't need. I don't need the Furbies. All right, what's next? What's the real name? (laughs) Grogu <laughs> everyone's a like, baby Yoda. Yep. All right, next light, Yes yeah. You kids for these iPads and all these different <laughs> things I, I think yeah. you
1: can get a light bright app on, on your, your iPad. Of
0: course, of course yeah, <laughs> man. They're Like I want to draw you have no idea. All right next What was it
1: Teddy Ruxpin?
0: I like before, I think that's before me. That was, yeah, before your time. That was in the 80s. I, well, w- yeah. when the 80s, like early 80s? If it, was, it was like mid 80s. Let's put it this way. I, okay, I was too Let's young to know way. that I had one. Put he it had out. a
1: cassette player in the back. <laughs> yeah, does that help? Are you, you out? serious? That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And uh, people would always put like other cassettes in it, yeah, and make it like, yeah, put like. Iron Maiden in it, yes. right? Make
1: it. Yeah. Teddy Ruxpin sings <laughs> Iron <Man> Maiden, Maiden. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. All right, what do we have next? <laughs> what well, is it? Yes. There it is. The kids know it. The kids they, I like, told you. The I thought it was the Spice
2: Girls. I, I <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is, uh, this shows, you see when the kids, the kids peep up, we're just like, we have no idea. I, yeah. I have kids and I don't even, I think Sienna knows this, right? Did you call that one out, sweetie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My daughter. Wait LOL, wait, daughter. are embarrass her. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's actually in service. The kids are here. That's we've right. got to have fun with them. That's right.
2: Yeah. It was uh, it, I feel like these toys, like it's a great way to kind of reconnect with uh, where your mind was once upon a time, right? I mean, it, we all probably, most of us in here, had a connection with at least one of these toys, right? And it takes you back in time, and you think in terms of like, remember how focused you were on this short period of time, like the possibility of what could happen for Christmas or, you know, just, there was no bigger future, right? I mean, when you're <laughs> eight years old, you're not thinking like about being 16 or 30 and that's like, ain't that's like those old, are old people. people, right? Yeah, you, you don't mm-hmm. imagine yourself that far in the future. You're just thinking in terms of like a couple weeks from now. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I think what's funny is as adults, we kind of don't outgrow that. We sort of stay in this kind of temporary mindset. And um, one thing that we're called to, and in, 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 in particularly the Christmas narrative unfolds this, is we're, caused to th- we're called to think about things that are much bigger than the here and the now. Mm. And we get so caught up both in the good and the bad of the here and now, that we lose sight of the bigger picture and what God has for us. And that's why this series, the, never, the real never-ending story, is, is all about the bigger piece here, the bigger thing of what's going on. And so I have a scripture for us. I, I want us to kind of, uh, I'm going to read this through. It's from Second Corinthians, and it's uh, 4, 17, and 18. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Mm. And, uh, you know, you cool. might be like, well, you guys are doing a Christmas series. You're introducing it, and yet you're, you're going this direction with it. And the, the, the point is, the setup here is that... We are so caught up in just what's going on in our lives. We get, it's particularly in this holiday season, right? We get very uh, myopic about everything that's going on. And it can be overwhelming and it can be stressful. But then there's a lot of good stuff, right? We look forward to being able to see people, maybe, if you're into that. Some people are not. <laughs> if <don't> you're into <laughs> that. Uh, if, you, if you like not being a hermit and... <laughs> right, yeah. But the, the bigger issue here is when we're actually celebrating Christmas, what are we celebrating? Yeah. What are we really celebrating? And, you know, I don't want to take just, it's funny because we'll drop these scriptures into this. And, and, and trust me, we, we look into them before we just <laughs> drop these in. Because the problem is if you just drop a couple of verses and then it's like, well, that could totally be taken out of context. Or, right. And this happens so much, right? Meme theology, we talk about it all right. the time. But if you step back a little bit um, where Paul's talking about it, he, he's, he's talking in uh, uh, verses 7 through 9. We have this treasure in jars of clay, like our fleshly uh, existence, to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So the hard things or even the good things, it's not from us. It, there's an all-surpassing power from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, going have, to have some problems but we're not crushed, we're perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And that's the point here. It's the life of Jesus that we're celebrating. And if we can't move outside of the here and the now and the momentary, we're not really gonna be able to celebrate Christmas for what it really is. Mm. Emmanuel, God with us. We, you know, we, we, we like to think of the baby Jesus. Little right? baby Jesus. Yeah, and it's like, the baby Jesus, that's God.
0: Right. <laughs> right.
2: And, and, and we don't necessarily think in terms of, you know, it's a cute story and there's cute parts to it, but it's like, this is much bigger than that. This is God dwelling among us, fully God and fully man human flesh. That's a big deal. Yeah. Our God loves us so much that he comes here in that form, lives a life, dies, and is resurrected. This is a big deal, and that's the big part of, you know, why we celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we're going to have problems, right? I mean, <laughs> Jesus even said, John sixteen thirty three. I told you that, you know, uh, I, these things so you may have peace, in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world, right? We hear that one pulled out from time to time. But that's, that's Jesus' word saying, look, it's not going to be all that good. There's going to be some things that aren't, aren't so good. And I think, you know, we're talking about childhood and Christmas and all that fun and joy and stuff. And as you get older, it kinda, life can kind of take it out of you, right? You're not so celebratory anymore. Maybe you're not so hopeful anymore. Yeah. And this is why it's so critical that we re-engage the hope, the hope that Christmas means, but hope in what? Not the now, right. it's not about now. It's the hope in something much bigger because if our eyes are fixed on the now, we're gonna be disappointed, we're gonna be stressed out, we're gonna struggle a lot. It's not about the now. And I know, you know saying that might sound easy and dismissive. <laughs> yeah, but C.R., you don't know what's going on in my life. Yeah, we're all going through some hard stuff. Yeah, there, there's hard stuff. There's people in here I know there's hard things going on in your life. But if we cannot fix our eyes on Jesus and move beyond that and understand the hope that's presented in this Christmas narrative, then, yeah, it's going to be much harder, right? right? So I want to challenge us today as we're, you know, introducing this Christmas series and it's, you know, we're going to have fun with this over the next few weeks, right? Um, the never-ending story, right? <laughs> it, 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 we're calling it the real never-ending story, but yeah, the, the movie's corny, if you've seen it, or you know what, but it's also <laughs> actually pretty good in the, especially the book, and if you dig into it, because the author w- w- was a Christian, and uh, th- there's the story of the nothing, which is evil, that's basically taking over everything, mm. and the, the uh, the lead character who starts reading the book becomes a part of the story. So there's like this whole, you know, kind of uh, mirrored narrative to our life here that's 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 played out in this never-ending story. And there's this point in which we got to go, we got to tap into something much bigger than ourselves and understand that it is much more mm. than than the weight of this life and uh, just the temporary. So we got to be excited. It's like let's be excited. I know that how you're coming are you exci- out of me, right? Are you excited? Sierra? Yeah, you're, you're saying be I, excited. I'm saying be excited. If I could say be excited, <laughs> be excited. That's saying something because I'm usually like, you know, I'm dark brooding Gen X guy. Uh, it's it's just. What I'm I usually do. like, come on, guys, let's. <laughs> <do."> <laughs> I'm like, give me some cure and just leave me alone. <laughs> but, you, uh, you realize
1: half the people in here have no idea who you're talking to. That's the uh, cure. What?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I do. I want to challenge us to get excited. There is hope, but it's not this temporary hope. Remember the anticipation of what was to, to come, right? If You can tap into that from your childhood. You had anticipation. You had hope, right? right. We have that same thing, right. but it's in something much bigger, and it's, it's in this overcoming, and you don't get that overcoming without Jesus coming to earth right. in this mm-hmm. form and living his life and dying and rising again. This is a powerful narrative and it's, it, it comes to us in this, in this Christmas story. Well,
1: and, and I think it's important to realize too that Christmas itself is not just a, a snapshot of God intervening, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's bigger than that. It's, it's a culmination on some levels of what he had been doing for the previous thousands of years, Working up to this point where he actually intervened, you know, and, and he stepped in as you as you put it, you know, he, he became one of us mm-hmm. in that whole process, and and the reason he did all that was to reconnect with his creation, and and the the great part of all that is he then invites us to join him uh, in, in the process, and he's going to continue to do that, and that's why it's the the real never-ending story because it's the story that we are constantly being invited into again. Um, If any of you grew up uh, in a more liturgical uh, church-type setting, you probably know that today is the first Sunday of Advent. And uh, Advent simply means the coming or the arrival. And, and so for the next four Sundays, we, we start talking about this idea of the arriving or the anticipation of what is to come, the hope, as, as you said it. But today, normally, if we were a more liturgical church, we would be reading from Isaiah chapter 2, right? We would be reading from Romans chapter 13. We would be reading from Matthew chapter 24, we, we would be looking at these places where, in the Old Testament, Isaiah talks about the fact that there will be a day when all of the nations would be coming to the place where God is so that they can know him. We would be looking at Romans 13 where Paul says that, you know, now is the time that, that honestly you need, a, I like the way he says these, wake up mm. for your salvation is closer now than it was when you first believed. Mm. Because the second coming is gonna occur sooner than yesterday and then the day before that. You know, in, in Matthew 24, Jesus is, is talking and he's saying, be ready, right? He says, the day is coming when God is going to redeem all things completely And so we we look at this time and and we enter into Advent not as just one of those things you do because it's that time of year, right? And you you just got to start getting some shopping done. You got to get this done. You got to get this done. Um, We got to get the lights up. Got to do this. Got to have everybody happy. No, no, no. The idea is this should be a time that you're beginning to anticipate something, something that's way bigger than the presence under the tree, or you know, the, the, the sparkle in your, in your kids' or grandkids' eyes when they see. Those are all absolutely <laughs> wonderful. They are great things, but they are not the thing. And, and so the more we think about this and the more we enter into this season, uh, we need to remember over and over that this is our invitation to reenact the story every single year because it's an invitation to come back into the story in such a way that we actually join it and then we participate in it. Yeah. Because it's not just this thing that happens and we just kind of look back and say, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's eat some whatever you eat at Christmas and you give some Jello gifts. Jello molds or something? Jello molds, yes, <laughs> with the cat food in it. Fruitcakes? Yeah. Fruit cakes and stuff, you know. And, and we, we, it's not just a time to do that, it is actually a time to say, I'm going to re enter this narrative that god is doing something and is inviting me to be part of that we are invited to step into the advent story to the grand narrative mm. of god and all that god is doing to reconcile all things to himself
0: yeah
1: Breach. You know, that's all i got to say about that <laughs>
2: kind of mic drop
0: jason don't drop it I'm please not, we can't afford to replace <laughs> another one <laughs> I, I do think it's 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 one of those funny things. You know, you get into the Christmas time, and it's it's so easy to, um, to not take the time, to to think about this stuff. It's like Thanksgiving. You know, you, you get in, you gotta get all your food and all your stuff ready, you gotta get the house ready, you gotta travel, you gotta do all these things, and, and then you're, you're stuck at the dinner table and somebody in the family's asking, what are you thankful for? And you're like, I don't, I don't know, I'm thankful for food or I'm thankful for family. And, and you, don't, you don't really take the time to actually think about what this means to me. And so this is something that I, I love, the, the, the concept of the real never-ending story because I think a lot of us, we don't see ourselves in the story. We, we'll, we'll read scripture or we'll think about this stuff, and we don't see ourselves that we, we are a part of this story. Uh, God through us, the Holy Spirit in us, we are a part of what he is doing and, and, and bringing his kingdom. We just got through our prayer series. Your kingdom come, your will be done, working through that. That's, that's a reminder for us that we get to play a part in what God is doing. The Spirit of God in us, working through us. Uh, this, this story isn't just a, 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 in the Bible. It's it's alive. It's active, and you are a part of that story. And so, as we do go through this over the next few weeks leading up to Christmas, working through uh, the overall story, what what God is doing, who who Jesus is. Jesus isn't just a a sub-tier God. He is God. I think sometimes we get this idea that Jesus is, is not as high as God. Like, it's God. Yeah, or that he was created. We, right. <laughs> That's a false
2: concept. It's put forward a lot of times. or It's easy to walk away with that kind of and so, but those
0: Yeah, but those sort of misconceptions, right. we, we, it limits how we view what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully over these next couple of weeks, we can take time to really think about the fact that you're being invited in to not just a narrative that we read in scripture, but something that is alive and active and, and now. Like God is working and he's using us. And so hopefully we see that over these next few weeks. And we can take time in the crazy. Obviously, we know it gets crazy. Excuse me, crazy. The shopping and getting stuff ready and the traveling plans and dealing with sickness and all these different things. Um, it's really good for us all to take a step back and think about really what's happening and, and make it personal. Make, it, make what, what this story has, make it personal. Jesus loves you. God loves you so much. That he would come in, in his life and deal with the things that we dealt and have the temptations that we have and ultimately die a sinner's death to rise again because of his love for us and so i i really hope that that this in this season we can we can take some time take a take a breath and think about God, you know god's working he's moving and he's inviting all of us into his story so as we as we close today, let's bow our heads and let's say a prayer to, to conclude this time together. God, we thank you for uh, your story. God, we thank you that you uh, allow us to be part of your story. You allow us to be a part of what you are doing. And through your Holy Spirit, you allow us to represent you. That we are a child of God. That we are adopted into your family. And this time you know, leading up to Christmas, a time for us to remember and to celebrate and to think about that time, the time that you came to us. And here, thousands of years later, we can gather together, putting our faith in you, putting our hope in you, putting our hope in something that's greater than the temporary, putting our hope in something that's more than, than what we can see and feel trusting in your story and what you are doing, that you are in control. Thank you for that. We thank you for all this. God, I I pray that in the coming weeks that we can get a a better understanding of of how we are a part of this greater narrative, this greater story. And that through your Holy Spirit, you would guide us and lead us and allow us to be a representation of, of you and your kingdom. We love you. We thank you for all that you're doing. It's your name we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand and join us as we continue.